This is the shortlist. USA Today editors pick out the most interesting stories of the day. I'm Hannah Burton. Here are the three stories we've got in the podcast. Donald Trump just can't please everyone. The Supreme Court had a busy day today. And finally, Maria Sharapova fails a drug test. First up, a lot of people are not happy with Donald Trump. Although he's the leading candidate to win the Republican nomination, some think he's too radical and some think he's too outspoken. But some people think Trump is just not conservative enough. Yes, you heard that correctly. The anti-tax Club for Growth Action announced today that it will air $2 million worth of ads in Illinois that attack Donald Trump's previous support for Democrats and their positions. The group's president says Trump spent years arguing for far-left positions on taxes, health care, bailouts, and the use of eminent domain. Illinois is not the only state unhappy with him. Groups opposing Trump in Florida are also spending a boatload of money to stop the real estate mogul from winning the delegate-rich state. Florida and Illinois hold their primaries next Tuesday on March 15th. Next up, the Supreme Court came out with two big rulings today. First, the court ruled that Apple must pay $450 million to make up for its attempt at overcharging its customers on ebooks back in 2010. Apple tried to appeal a prior ruling that said it had conspired with five major publishers to illegally raise prices on ebooks. Apple wanted to challenge Amazon's dominance in the marketplace, but the Supreme Court refused to hear the appeal. Listen here for the report. Apple's last effort to avoid paying a $450 million antitrust settlement has failed. The Supreme Court rejected the company's appeal and let a federal appeals court ruling stand in favor of the plaintiffs, which include the U.S. Justice Department and more than 30 states. They claim Apple Inc. conspired with publishing companies to raise the prices of e-books in 2010 when it introduced the iPad and iBookstore. At the time, Amazon controlled 90% of the ebook market and sold even the most popular titles for $9.99. Apple was found to have gotten five publishing companies to set the prices of ebooks instead of letting retailers do that, raising the prices of best-selling ebooks to $14.99 everywhere. States and consumers have already recovered $166 million from several publishing companies involved. $400 million of Apple's settlement will go to ebook consumers in the form of credits to purchase future ebooks. Second, the high court said Alabama must recognize the adoption an Alabama woman and her partner were granted in Georgia. This is a huge ruling because adoption rights for same-sex couples is one of the major issues remaining in the wake of the Supreme Court's historic decision to legalize same-sex marriage in June. And last on the list, no, she's not retiring, but it could be a while before Maria Sharapova returns to the tennis court. The five-time major winner held a press conference today where she revealed she had failed a drug test at the Australian Open in January. Here's USA Today Sports with more on this story. After rumors swirled of the star tennis player announcing her retirement, Maria Sharapova revealed at a press conference on Monday that she had failed a drug test at the Australian Open in January. Sharapova has been informed by the International Tennis Federation that she tested positive for meldonium, a drug that made its way onto the ITF's list of banned substances on January 1st, 2016. 
For the past 10 years, Sharapova has been legally using the drug, which was prescribed to her by a family doctor, to address a magnesium deficiency in her system. The 29-year-old tennis star claims she was unaware the drug was added to the banned substance list. Sharapova told reporters in Los Angeles, quote, I made a huge mistake. I've let my fans down, I let my sport down. I don't want to end my career this way, and I really hope that I will be given another chance to play this game. End quote. If the International Tennis Federation upholds the ban, Sharapova could miss the remaining three majors of the season and the Summer Olympics in Rio. Well, that's it for the shortlist. Tomorrow morning, be sure to listen to USA Today's Five Things, giving you the top stories you need to start your workday. The shortlist and five things are part of the USA Today podcast network. You can stream or download our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Tell us what you think. Tweet us with the hashtag, The Shortlist. I'm Hannah Burton. Thanks for listening.